And it is that time of the show where we check in with our friends at Sustainable Life Media for Sustainable Business segment. We're going to pick up where we left off. We were talking with Jeff Mendelson of New Leaf Paper and uh, SLM CEO and founder, Coan Skrzynjertz. <laughs> Coan, welcome. And Jeff, welcome back to the program. Uh, and you're talking at the conference coming up at the end of May and, and of course, online about how this is such a pivotal, critical time not only um, you know for the world in general, but particularly for the corporate community, for businesses, and how there's a need for companies to respond to the need for change in a real and meaningful way, uh, and how really corporate structures are, are evolving and changing. So um, I'll let you take it away, Coen, because you know sure. a little bit more about Jeff's corporate structure and what they are doing in terms of leading the way. Sure. I think um, it's interesting that John Marshall Roberts, your previous guest, is also a, a faculty member at the Sustainable Brands Conference. He mentioned the um, drive, the, the pain and uh, pleasure are both drivers for change, and we're really excited about the, um, this point in history providing us both drivers uh, in the business community, both a, a number of um, environmental, regulatory, consumer drivers that are pressing companies to really think about change, as well as a growing amount of innovation that's happening that's causing people to be excited about the potential for the future. Um, and one of the places that there's a lot of activity happening is just really rethinking structures and governance of, of companies going forward, um, realizing that they're set up for, for corporate structures and may not be serving us any longer. Um, and Jeff's going to be talking a little bit about that. So, Jeff, why don't you take it away? Well, sure. I mean, I just um, would just start by saying that when I founded New Leaf Paper, I really had two goals. One was to, you know, the sort of explicit goal, which was to try to make the paper industry more sustainable. And then sort of a broader goal was to try to be, you know, one of a growing community of green businesses that tries to lead by example and try and show that uh, good business and good values can go hand in hand. And it's been a really exciting process for us. And, um, and, and you're right, you're not alone. So talk a little bit about the, the history of corporate structure and um, how things are changing right now. Sure, yeah. Um, you know, I, I came into business, frankly, from an academic background and just realized the best way to try to make a difference was in the business world was to become a business. But in looking at the history of business, um, you know, I'll do the, uh, the one-minute history in mm -hmm. the United States, which begins with, uh, frankly, the, the Boston Tea Party where, you know, one of the main um, drivers of our revolution was, frankly, a local business, uh, in part, I should say, a local business revolt against a multinational corporation from from Great Britain, the East India Com Company, which was um, un undercutting the local merchants with their tea. So um, here you have, you know, one of the, the main drivers of the, or tipping points in the revolution was, was the United States the, or the, uh, the colonists um, revolting against a corporation that was undercutting the local business. Um, and then from that point onward, there was, there was a great apprehension of corporate power in the, uh, in the initial years of, of, the, uh, of, uh, of the country. And it's a longer discussion, but, you know, people focus on an 1886 ruling on corporate personhood as sort of, you know, a major event when corporations could essentially have the protection of freedom of speech uh, just as individuals do, allowing for some of the marketing uh, abuses that we all see and, frankly, also allowing for, for, for business to, uh, to operate without fear of, of, of lawsuits um, as, as much as otherwise would have. Um, but that's really the last, I would say, major shift in a long history of, of shifts in corporate structure dating back to, you know, the uh, 100 years earlier. 
when corporations originally had a limited lifespan. Corporations originally were designed to serve one specific purpose, and corporations originally could not own other corporations. All three of those standards were changed um, in the first 100 years of existence in the United States. And the one specific purpose being to generate profit. And so what we're seeing now is that there's a really rethinking about um, businesses focus need to focus on stakeholders, not just shareholders. And that's, I think, the exciting thing that we're seeing coming up from initiatives like John Mackey at Whole Foods and his conscious capitalism statement and effort and, and the B Corp um, initiative. You want to Absolutely. talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I'd be happy to speak about B Corporation. I was thrilled when, when I first met the founders of B Corporation. Basically, this is a think tank and nonprofit group that is trying to get at the DNA of corporate structure to help um, really build into the legal underpinnings of the corporation the values that a lot of us have been bringing to our businesses so that, you know, for two purposes. One would be to sort of reinforce the values in the over the long term so that if a company changes hands, those values are protected. And then secondly, frankly, to provide a, a platform for new businesses or even existing businesses to go in a more sustainable direction. So, you know, we're looking at the corporate law the, 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 that, that we want to shift now. As, as I've said, it's evolved over, over the past couple hundred years. Let's evolve it in the right direction. I think that's the exciting thing for consumers to recognize that this an effort is going on within businesses and really to cue them up to start watching for labels like B Corp that they can begin to feel confident are indicators of values that are aligned um, with, with their purchasing intent. Absolutely, and I'll just say, you know, B Corp stands on three three pillars, which makes sense to me as a person who's been a practitioner of sustainable business for 17 years. Um, and the three pillars are: one is transparent standards. Um, it's really, I think, the first of its kind, where you go online and there's a survey that anybody can take. Anybody's results to any, any company that becomes a B Corporation, their results are transparent to anybody who wants to view them. And there's the possibility of, of you know, sort of peer review and, and everything else in terms of uh, holding companies accountable. Um, so that's, that's a great and, um, initiative. And, frankly, the vast majority of the companies that have taken the surveys um, haven't actually become B Corporations yet. So um, the good news is that the survey is out there influencing the broader business community saying, hey, let's look at these standards. Let's see if we can live by them. And then secondly, looking at corporate structure, looking at the legal basis of corporations, trying to build into it accountability to um, broader stakeholders than, than just, uh, just, the, uh, just the shareholders. Now, of course, shareholders are absolutely essential and important, and profit is essential to business, but it's, it's not the only goal. And then the third pillar is building the green business community. And, um, you know, there's obviously a lot of momentum out there, and, and they're just trying to keep pushing that forward. And there's plenty of other efforts out there that, that warrant attention. That's just one that I've, I've become uh, pretty deeply involved in. What we're really trying to do is help make the connection between the benefits of focusing on, shareholder, uh, on stakeholders um, as a, a means for driving shareholder value. So, And the exciting thing is that there's more and more demonstrable um, you know, feedback from the business community that there really is a bottom-line benefit to that. So if any of yeah. your uh, listeners out there are interested in understanding how they can m- begin to think about impacting their own businesses for sustainability, Sustainable Brands Conference coming up in Monterey in June is a great place for, for companies to explore the emerging best practices on that topic. I, I want to underscore that. I was at the uh, Sustainable Brands Conference 08 in Monterey, and I learned so much 
uh, Coanne and, and Jeff. Jeff was a speaker. I think you're speaking again. And it's a place where companies can go and learn from each other. It's an absolutely, you know, cooperative, collaborative environment. And I think the thing that's exciting is really just how much real, genuine interest and effort there is going on in all kinds of businesses. And, um, you know, we, we look to amplify the, the positive out there because we, we do see a num- a, um, significant amount of great valid, legitimate effort going on, and it's great to be in a community of people who really um, who really care about making a difference. And it's great to chat with both of you again. I want to give us a proper close this week, so I want to thank you, both uh, Jeff Mendelson and Coanne Skrizenirts, for your comments. And uh, we'll be back next week with another edition of On the Green Front. I am your host, Betsy Rosenberg. If you'd like to find out more about uh, our sponsors' work, both Mighty Leaf Tea, Greenworks Natural Cleaning Products, and Sustainable Brands, Sustainable Life Media, you can go to our website at www.thegreenfront.com. See you next time.